I mean, for real. Can anybody hear me? Because it's time for another amazing episode of Perception is Reality. With me, your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. Let's do this thing. And I wonder, do you know why? No, I'm around. Are you famous on the TV show? You cut him down. Alright, level that music and let's get to work. Folks, this is episode 83. Something to be excited about. It's been a minute since I've actually been behind the microphone recording an audio episode. Yeah, I've been doing a few of the live video episodes on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash bilbrey318. That's B-I-L-B-R-E-Y 318. But because of how the last couple episodes... Uh, really, the Mike Jones incident, episode 79, 80, 81, and honestly, 82, how they were all recorded, were basically on top of each other. And so I just recorded those, edited them, and dropped them in the system, in the queue, and they aired when they were supposed to air. So it's been a minute, and it's good to be back here recording and it's good to be talking with you all. I feel like uh, I feel close to you all. So thank you for giving me a little bit of your time. Whether you're an oldie and have been around since the beginning, or if you've just now started clicking on and listening to this crazy experience, thank you. Thank you each and every one of you. Again, whether you've been here from the beginning or for a long time, or if you're new to the show, I'm going to take just a second and ask that you all, and this is very important, I ask it each and every episode, and you're all probably sick of hearing it, and everyone's like, just get to the meat of the show, but it's very important that you hear this and understand I am under attack, and we're going to talk about that in this podcast as it relates to the rest of the topic. And we're going to be talking about this during this episode. But it's very important that you listening to this episode get on your social media, please, 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 I can never say it enough, and share this link. However you listen, and see, this is something that freaks me out, because I don't know how people listen. I don't know if people listen on Apple Podcast. I don't know if people listen on Google Podcast, or iHeartRadio, or Stitcher, or Spotify. I don't know what hosting sites you use. There are some people, I'm sure, that just goes to the home link of perception.fireside.fm, and that's fine, but that's not the best way to listen. 
because of their system, how they have it set up. You can't fast forward or skip backwards if you should have to uh, stop listening in the middle of the show. If you go that way, it's like you got to listen to it again. And that's one of my biggest fears. And I shouldn't have this fear because the numbers reflect that people listen. And I have a large audience through the audio side. And I want to thank each and every one of you. I am so humbled by that. But it's something that I like obsess over. And so I, I shouldn't waste this time to say this. But I feel like I have to because it's part of the attack. So there are several ways that you can listen to this podcast. And there are several ways that you can share this podcast with people that you know and people that you don't know, honestly. So podcasts are played on podcast hosting sites. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, that's one hosting site. Google Podcast is another hosting site. Google Play is a hosting site. Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Radio Public, iHeartRadio. Those are all different hosting sites. And there are many, many more that we're on as well. And anybody can listen to this episode and any of the older episodes or any episodes into the future on any of those hosting sites. However, some hosting sites are easier for certain people for different reasons. For example, if you're listening on a laptop or a desktop at work or at home, or if you're listening on a tablet, per se, you can basically listen to any of these episodes, new or old, any of the ways you want to, on Apple Podcasts, at the home link of perception.fireside.fm, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, whatever. Just type it in, Perception is Reality, with Christopher H. Bilbrey, and the with isn't spelled out. It's not W-I-T-H. It's W forward slash Christopher H. Bilbrey, the with quote-unquote symbol, and search that in Google or whatever your search engine is and s click whatever pops up. If you're listening on desktop or laptop or tablet. But if you're on your phone, then things are a little bit different. If you have, say, a Samsung or Android-based phone, the Google platforms are easier for you. If you listen to other podcasts on Google Play or Google Podcast, then that's where you should be listening to this podcast at. If you have an iPhone or if you have iTunes, Apple Music, then you should be listening to this podcast on Apple Podcast or, or iTunes, whatever you want to call it. And... You can switch, like iPhone users can listen to Google Podcast, or everyone can listen on Spotify, but sometimes you've got to jump through hoops, you got to clear things out of the way, and that kind of stuff always freaks me out because I think it damages the listener experience. I want you to be able to click on a link, share a link, immediately see my podcast, and click play. And if you want to listen to the show older, you scroll backwards and click on that. 
I don't want you to have to jump through any hoops. And that's why when I share the link for the podcast, I share the Stitcher link. Because no matter if your iPhone or your Google or your laptop or your tablet or some other phone company, I don't even know what other phone providers there are, Stitcher can be played on any device in any way, and it's the easiest. But, (laughs) uh, okay, so I'll get into that in a minute. Share this show. Tell people how to listen to it. Make them understand it. And do me this favor, because we're going to get into why. I mean, this is not like a continued ad for my podcast. I'm doing this, and I'm so worried about this and so anal about this right now because of what I'm experiencing currently. A lot of you probably know, especially if you've tuned in to the live videos or been on my social media in the last couple days. So, please help spread the word, Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Also, the merchandise store is up. Merch is reality. And we have people going there and ordering our mugs and our socks and our t-shirts and our polos, all with Perception gear, Perception wear. It has the logo of the show, it has sayings from the show, and little idiosyncrasies that I do repeatedly, or whatever. Uh, Things that people have called me or called the show. It's just kind of funny, and it's a cool way to support. And you can find that by Googling Merch Is Reality, M-E-R-C-H, Is Reality, or by going to Merch Is Reality, all one word, Merch Is Reality, dot, Square.site, S-I-T-E, merchisreality.square.site, S-I-T-E, and you can help support the show that way, but honestly, more than buying my stuff, I want you to be able to hear these episodes, and I want your friends and your family and strangers to be able to hear these episodes. That's what we're talking about. Like, again, I'm saying, and I apologize because the producers, Kate and Niles, always say, don't sell it so much. People know where to find you. But I have to say this because of this attack that I'm currently in right now. These someone out there or a group of someones are trying to censor me and are trying to stop you from being able to hear me. And neither one of us should be okay with that. It should piss you off as much as it pisses me off. And so that's why I'm so weirded out by this. So please do what you can. So let's talk about that, because this show originally it was going to be about obsession if you recall back from the last show i said i was going to do a show called obsession i was going to talk about the difference between people saying that i'm obsessed about a candidate or an issue that i'm fighting for i'm so sick of hearing people say that but then it kind of morphed into a topic about optics and 
what people do and how that's perceived. I mean, basically, optics is 98% of what I talk about. How something looks, what it looks like, and what something looks like, how that affects you and how it affects the situation. And I feel like a lot of people, specifically in politics, don't understand optics. And I'll explain that here in just a second, what I mean. But in order to do that, I need to go back just a little bit. So for those of you that have been here from the beginning or been here a long time, of course you know. For those of you that are newer, you're, you're learning. The podcast, to me, I consider a platform. Perception is reality is a multifaceted platform. I have the audio podcast, or the audio side, which is what this is. It's what you're listening to currently. You can't see me. It's only an audio podcast. That's the audio episodes. And then there are live video episodes. And the live video episodes air totally different from these. These audio episodes air new episodes are Tuesdays and Saturdays. And the live video episodes are on my social media on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash bilbrey318. That's B-I-L-B-R-E-Y 318. And those just air periodically throughout the week. And that's where I primarily listen to folks who are typing, and I comment back and forth, and I talk to people a little bit more on a local level. I talk to people directly in the city around where I live, and I talk with folks that are my friends on social media, and everyone is welcome there. My social media is completely open, so you don't have to be my friend. Someone could make a, a brand new Facebook account right now, hit up Christopher H. Bilbrey with a K, K-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R-H Bilbrey, B-I-L-B-R-E-Y, or facebook.com forward slash Bilbrey318, and they could look at all of my posts. They could see all of my content, all of my videos, all of my pictures. They can share to my wall, comment on my wall, share from my wall, and interact. I, nothing is locked down. My social media is as open as it gets. So... If you listen to this audio podcast, feel free to come over to that side as well. But I record these audio podcasts, and that's one portion. I do live video episodes, not of necessarily the same stuff, but along the same line of politics and, and getting active and involved and better government. And I do that on Facebook. And then I also do postings, like little blog entries, on Facebook, just like everyone else does. So it's those three sections put together makes up perception as reality. And I know that everybody can get these episodes through the podcast hosting sites if Facebook crashed tomorrow. You could still hear this. 
However, of course, I would be an idiot to not, I always upload these episodes, the links, on Facebook. And I tag people, people who want to be tagged, people I've talked to, various people who seem interested and interact one way or another, and people are able to listen to the podcast. Maybe somebody it doesn't subscribe. This would all be solved if you all went to your favorite hosting site and you hit the subscribe button because then it would let you know when a new audio episode dropped and you would essentially have to do no work. Tuesday would come, bing, it would let you know Christopher Bilbrey's released a new podcast. You would click it, play it, listen to it, and you'd wait till Saturday, basically. But because some people don't do that, and we've got older people and, and people who don't care so much about technology, you know, all sorts of people, I put it on Facebook so they can go right to my wall and click a link. So, when was this? Was this March 1st? Sunday, March 1st, I was going to Facebook. It was approximately 8.45 p.m. exactly, honestly, because that's when I was going live. And someone messaged me and said, hey, your link that you just shared to my wall, it's no longer on my wall. And I thought, oh, you accidentally deleted it or something like that. I, I didn't know. I didn't know what had happened, and so that was that was kind of strange. And so I thought, well, I, after I get done with this video, I will go on there and re-add it. Then I was starting to get ready to go live, and I was typing the title, and all of a sudden on Facebook it was going Bing, 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 Bing. I was getting notifications. And the notifications were saying, this content, bing, 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 is being flagged because it goes against community standards. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, what, what is this? And so I click on it, and I see that somebody or some bodies have went in here on Facebook and reported Every post, every post from the most recent post all the way back, every post that I have put on Facebook with a link where people can find the podcast. And, you know, this episode you're listening to right now is episode 83. So the most recent podcast that would have been on there would have been 82. So they reported 82, and then they reported 81, and then they reported 80, and then they reported 79, and then they reported the Mike Jones incident bonus episode. Then they reported 78. And I'm going through here and I'm clicking, and it's not like Facebook says, somebody reported this, we're going to leave it up until we do our review and see what happens. No, no, no. Facebook says, somebody reported this. We've taken this down. So there's no way for you to get this corrected right now. You have two choices. You can forget about it and no one can see these posts. 
or you can click review and when you click review it says okay we'll review this decision and let you know and from everything that i've googled the review could take a couple of weeks it could take a couple of months i don't know i've got some things that have been in review since september october where something would be reported or this or that or it might be a copyright strike on a live video or something and I have asked for a review, and they've just recently been freed from that, where they've come back and said, okay, we agree with you after reviewing this, and this video stands, or this post stands. So somebody has went through, and I, like while I'm looking at this, and just as, in real time, as quickly as they can come in, it's going bing, 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 bing. I took pictures of them. I have pictures up and down my notifications of just these warnings. This has been flagged, 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 flagged. And so I went live right in that moment, and I'm like, yo, I'm under attack here. And people were going on there and trying to reshare the links. And it was not letting me share, nor was it letting anyone else share the links to these episodes. It wasn't letting me or anyone else share the Stitcher links. And I noticed that I, I'm under attack now. And, and so... There's a couple things to think about here. First and foremost, let's talk about obsession, okay? People want to say that I am obsessed because I, as a political commentator, talk about people that I'm for or against. You know what? Screw you. You don't know what obsession is or, or you don't have, something's wrong with you, okay? Because obsession is being so worried about me, being so worried about this person that you say is a nobody, this little mediocre podcast but you have to go through to make sure that people don't hear me? But this is where it comes back to optics. See, to me, optics in politics are doing something and then how it plays out and how people perceive it, the perception. Because that's why I say in real life, perception is not always reality. Sometimes it is. But it's not always reality. But in politics, perception is reality. I don't care if Donald Trump does something or not. If someone says Donald Trump did this, everyone's going to believe it. I don't care if Counselor Doug Marshall did X, Y, or Z. People think that, so be it. I don't care if someone says Winchester Mayor Bob McCoy is this or that depending on how that's sold and the way that that's perceived by the people, that's the way it is. And that goes the same for everybody in every state. Your state, my state, everybody's cities, and all the way down to dog catcher. 
all the way down to traffic controller cop. That's not really a thing. Okay, so that's optics. Perception in politics is the optics. Doing something. How is this going to be perceived? How is this going to look? So they think they're hurting me. And that I've, I've fought this throughout my entire career in this position, doing politics, being a political commentator. It started way, way back with the Winchester mayor. What was his name? Stefan Biman Bastaman Sham Sham Bimer Sean Byram Sean Byram. Uh, man, I always forget his name. Um, so, anywho, Sean Byram would attack me because of my my opinion. And he would think it was going to do one thing, and, and it, it built me up. I would request this record, or I would stand up and want to speak at a meeting. And instead of just letting me do it, he would tell everyone how crazy I am. But then he would do something wrong, and it would give me the upper hand. I would get a file of public access complaint against him, and it would come in, out in my favor. And then I had the upper hand. Nora Powell wants to say stupid crap to me in a phone conversation where she knows I'm recording. And then... She's surprised when that comes out. And it's how they deal with it. So now, let me... Uh, here's the best example. So these people think they're going to shut me down. Bilbrey's such... I'll give you the most perfect example of optics, and then I'll give you the real, the real life example now. So the whole coronavirus in Muncie thing. A couple weeks back... A person put on social media, on my wall, that a doctor's office locally in Muncie had shut down for possible testing of coronavirus. And as soon as that person put it on my wall, I started questioning that person. What, when, where, how, why? This is pretty serious for you to be putting this on there. I immediately reached out to two healthcare professionals that I know, professionals, and they immediately told me, no, this is not happening. So I deleted the post. Ah, but somebody had it. Somebody had already, in that five-minute window that it was on my wall, screenshotted it. But that wasn't enough. They then edited it to edit the other person halfway out of it. So they edited the person's name out. They put my name to make it look like it was my post. They erased half of the other person's profile picture, but left half of the other person's profile picture. You could clear as day see it. They then sent that around other people with the editing tools still at the bottom. And then Mike Jones posts, this is Christopher Bilbrey and he's dangerous posting this stuff. Da, 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 da. Look how crazy he should be jailed for trying to incite a panic. And I'm like, whoa, no, bub. This is edited, and this is clearly a slanderous attack. And they don't understand that that doesn't play well. 
It doesn't look good. It didn't it 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 knocked their credibility down. It now means everything this guy posts, you have to question. Because he put that bullshit up. I even gave him a way out. I even messaged him. I tried calling him once, saying, yo, dude, you can clearly see that this has been edited. Somebody played you for a fool, hoping he would be like, oh, yeah, well, I, I, this wasn't me. So someone else sent it to me. Uh, we'll say that person's name starts with, uh, uh, it rhymes with uh, Mala. Uh, Bills, Mala Bills, sent this to me, and, and she must have did it. Uh, I didn't do it. And then I'd be like, okay, we'll just take it down, no big deal. But instead, he's like, no, he's trying to call me now, and, and this is his post. People are on there telling him, dude, it's edited. This, he didn't post this, and he's on there fighting these people now. And these people are like, holy shit, this is nuts. All right? That's a situation where, had they just played it different, they wouldn't have given me the ammunition. And people will say, whoa, Bilbrey, are you afraid to be saying this out loud? Because if you say this out loud, maybe they'll stop. They never stop. Look, I used to think it can't be that I'm a political genius and these people just are so below me. But now I guess, I, you know, I got I to gotta stick with it. Yeah, it's because these people are so uh, underwhelming in, in the art of war politically that, uh, you know, they are no match for the power that is Christopher Bilbrey because they do this. So then a real-life example is they say, well, what's a way we can really disrupt him? Well, let's go through and report him on Facebook and shut his Facebook down, and then nobody can listen to him. Well, guess what? People think that's bullshit. People don't like someone else telling somebody else who they can listen to, how they can listen, when they can listen, why or why they shouldn't listen, or why they should listen. And they don't like that. They don't like when people tell me I can't have a voice. Whether somebody agrees or disagrees, you shouldn't have others out there deciding when I can talk and when I can't talk. So optics, these people, instead of just leaving me be, they now let me be the victim. And I, I'm clearly a victim, and you're all a victim here too. Now, I said I would tie that back to obsession. They want to talk about me talking about Sean Byram, or they want to talk about me talking about Nora Powell, or they want to talk about me talking about Commissioner James King. Well, let me be clear. I talk about those people because they're public officials. I talk about those people because I'm a political commentator. I talk about those people because it's politics, and that's what you do. And I talk about those people because I'm not a journalist trying to be right right square down the center, just the facts, ma'am. I'm trying to give you factual information, and, and I will give you factual information. But I will also give you my opinion and my thoughts and my feelings based on all of my research, based on all of my understanding and all of looking into records, how votes are cast, 
who people are communicating with, how they're talking with folks. With my experience, like it or don't like it, I've been involved with politics for 30 plus years. Now, I know that sounds crazy because I'm only 38. But when I've been doing local politics and state politics and national politics since I was eight or nine years old, then that allows me to say I've been doing it for 30 plus years. And okay, I wasn't a political mastermind when I was eight or nine. But by the time I'm 14, I've got a pretty good handle on it. By the time I'm 16, I've got a really good handle. By the time I can vote in the primary when I'm 17, because I would be 18 before the November election, I know the outcome before I walk into the polling booth because I've read all there is and I've researched and I study and I understand and I talk to people and I measure it against the way things have been and the way things are going. And now when I've been doing it 20 years since then, 20 years since I've been 18, I, I have an understanding of what's going on here. Now, people might say that's big-headed. People might say that's negative. People say, whoa, he's got a big head. I am humble. But at the same time, I am not going to discount my understanding and my, my ability to know what goes on politically and to, to, to be astute, an astute student of politics. Now, I'm trying to pass on a level of understanding to you all so you all can be as smart as I am or smarter, even better than me. And I'm not saying take my word for the gospel. Yeah, I agree you should. But I'm saying go out and do your own research. Go out and do your own work. But I'm also starting to say, and I've, I've said it for a while now, when you have all of these people lined up saying, he's the bad man, he's the bad man, take him down, don't listen to him, he's mediocre, little podcast, he's inconsequential, you know, you, you one of two things. You have to look and say, well, yeah, this guy's a complete, total idiot, uh, you shouldn't be listening to anything. These people are right. Or you have to look and say, you know, man, Christopher Bilbrey, he's a pain in the ass, and sometimes he's a, a loud mouth, and sometimes we disagree on this or that, but he's right more than he's not. And, you know, I talk to him, and he's not the crazy person that they make him out to be. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe you talk to Hannah Cannon. You talk to uh, Paula Wills. You talk to Nora. You talk to Nora's mom. You know, you talk to those people, and I'm going to forever be the bad guy. And that's fine. It's like WWF. You know, I can be the heel if I need to be but that doesn't mean I'm wrong, then you have to say, well, wait a minute, what 
what are all these people trying to, you know, if, if Bilberry is so inconsequential, doesn't matter, is, is a nothing, is a nobody, is a pipsqueak, a, a whiner, then why bother with me? You know, you don't punch down. And so that then starts to say, uh-oh, they must be scared. Now, what are they scared of? Well, I, I know for a fact that the Delaware County officials, I know James King doesn't want Audie Barber running for commissioner because he knows that's going to be me looking into votes that King has cast, looking into things that he has been a part of on uh, the commissioner's board that he has been a part of in the county council, okay? It's going to be me looking through what has occurred in the county when I really haven't been looking into that. So then that brings eyes and questions and concerns, and it brings factual information out, you know, enough so that they're clearly doing things to let me know that they're worried. And we'll, we'll talk about that later on in the, in the election cycle. It's some things I have to hold back close to the vest. You know, I got to hold some cards back, you know. Uh, you'll have to uh, continue listening because there's definitely information and there's some information that I'm going to be able to release right away. And there's some information that it's going to take me a bit. But you'll all hear it definitely before it's time to vote. And definitely in enough time that if you want to check it out and need to check it out and try to run it down, that you'll be able to do so. And so the only thing that these people can do is whatever they can to shut me up. And, and when they do that, it just gives me more strength. And I'm not being big-headed when I say this. I mean, it's this is a serious affront. They're going through. I, they have, let me explain to you. I have now 91, 92, with this will be 93 total podcast audio episodes. As far as the actual podcast episodes go, the numbered episodes, there are 83. But, 84, 85, 86, 87, 88, 89, 90. I have seven or eight bonus episodes where I have recorded little bonus extras like the Mike Jones incident or the reading of the Declaration of Independence or the Nora Powell voting the way Phil Nichols said. 
little episodes that are 10 or 15 minutes long, or the Tony Katz show, the episode where Audie and I appeared on Tony Katz on 93.1. Those are bonus episodes. So that means, in total, 93 episodes, 92 before this one. So that means these people have went on social media all the way back to May 4th of last year. Do you know how hard it is to scroll through Facebook back to May of 2019? Try it sometime. Facebook is set up in a way that it's hard to scroll through it back farther than like a month or two. And that's what these people have done in an attempt to report all 92 audio episode or bonus episode audio links on social media. And that's a commitment. That's an obsession. You know, there are folks out there that have such an obsession to prove that I'm wrong. We did the audio podcast episode where I interviewed Phil Peckinpah. And people immediately started going crazy because that episode was a hot-button episode. And he talked about a woman in that episode. And... There were protective orders, and this woman tried to say that him doing the interview was a violation of the protective order. It wasn't. No names were mentioned. You know, nothing. There were no contact. He didn't try to contact. I didn't try to contact. You know, there was nothing. But when this woman called the police, it went out over the scanner. So folks heard that call, and they heard the name involved the name of the suspect, which the suspect at the time, the quote-unquote suspect, would have been Phil Peckinpah. They started posting that, and I had a couple people reach out to me, and they did it the right way. And I'm, I'm not going to name them, but when you listen to this, you'll know. The lady that reached out to me Sunday morning and told me, and you'll know who you are when you hear this, you are an angel. You did it the right way. Because you were hoping for the best and you were letting me know and you were just being a good citizen, a good person. But there were people out there hoping that it was going to burn down my studio and burn down this whole empire that I'm building up and burn down Phil Peckinpah. You've got an elected city clerk, Belinda Munson, gross commenting on people's walls about mental health and about this person. And the reason she's commenting is because Belinda defeated just ever so narrowly Phil's wife, Melissa Peckinpah. And, and actually, Belinda didn't defeat her. No, no, no. Uh, Belinda didn't win and Melissa didn't lose. The Democrat, the bad 214 horrible party... And the FBI investigation lost that election for Melissa, and it thereby default made Belinda the winner. She was on there commenting and talking about how horrible and karma and just disgusting. And it's, it's that type of actions that's going to make Belinda a one-termer. And there again, optics. Had Belinda just kept her mouth shut, I couldn't be saying this stuff. 
because it wouldn't have happened. But she doesn't understand optics. Like Mike Jones doesn't understand optics. Like James King doesn't understand optics. Like Nora Powell didn't understand optics. Like Sean Byram did not understand optics. And it's that kind of it's that kind of action and it's that kind of behavior that allows me to be victorious every time. And again, I'm not saying all of this because I'm I got a big head, but I'm saying this because it's the truth. The truth is what the truth is. And so this episode's really about their obsession towards me about me failing or them being here when I fail or making sure they point this out or listen don't believe a word I say listen to it take it for a grain of salt and then research it yourself or like I always say time will tell time will tell See what happens. And, and, and I don't know how many times you got to let time tell that I'm right before you say, well, yeah, he's generally right. So this is about obsession. And this is about optics, understanding optics, learning how to work what you got going on, learning how to not do stupid stuff that gives me the upper hand. But then lastly, and the reason I decided to talk about this for this episode, for this entire 15 minutes, and I apologize. I apologize. The haters are going to say, oh, he's being, he's being, this is Bilbrey, classic Bilbrey. I need your help. And that's what I'm spending these last few minutes talking about. I, I need your help spreading this word because I don't know what I'm going to be able to do with Facebook. I'm still blocked. It's still jacking me around. I need your help to spread these, these podcast episodes. If you believe there's any value, maybe not in what I say each and every time, you don't have to agree, but if you believe I have a right to say it, and you believe that people should be able to hear whether it's to argue with me or to agree, then please help me out. I don't ask for money. I don't ask for people to pay for this. I, I, I got the merchandise out there because people wanted shirts. People wanted to, to do some silly stuff, and, and that's the silly side of it. But I don't ask you to pay for my stuff. I don't ask anything of you. I ask for... You don't even have to say you support or like me. You can say, I disagree with this guy. Listen to this. Maybe you'll disagree with him too. But let's help grow this. So, because I, the microphone is yours as well. You can come on and talk anytime you would like. I have people on the show that talk about mental health, that talk about politics, do interviews, that talk about businesses, doing things in the community. The Michael Coates murder, the, the uh, story with Ashley Morris Mullis, who's missing for six years. I give those people a platform. I give you a platform. And right, wrong, or indifferent, I, I have changed politics in the areas I've been involved because people are now involved who've never been involved before. That's what we need, and I need your help. That's This is not because I've got a big head. This is because I'm coming to you saying I need your help.
I didn't do a commercial this episode. I didn't break away. I didn't do any funny noises. I didn't do any of that stuff because I needed to come to you in seriousness and ask for help. I'm seriously asking for you to help me. I love making these audio episodes. I love talking to people that agree and people that disagree. The banter back and forth, even when it gets heated. That's part of what I love, and it's part of what I'm wanting you to learn to love as well. Community involvement, getting active, getting engaged, and that's what I'm asking for you to help get engaged here. Because that's what this is, and the First Amendment doesn't just protect language and things that you like, it protects what you dislike. And it doesn't matter if you like me or my message or dislike me or my message. Today it's me, tomorrow it could be you. So we all must stand against this. We'll be right back after this quick break. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this 83rd episode of Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Look, I will fight for you, and you know that, and now it's your turn. I need a little bit of help here. I need you to fight for me and the podcast, and you can do it by sharing it with everyone that you know by word of mouth and social media. We can be found on all major podcast hosting sites as well as the home link, perception.fireside.fm. Until next time, stay safe. God bless. I love you. We'll talk to you again real soon. You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at PISRBilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember... Perception, Perception is, is reality. Reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.